Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, what's up, and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm Yo Lagazzo, and I'm joined by Joseph Constantino and McKay Westbrook. Before we start, though, make sure you follow us, subscribe, and give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, also, don't forget it. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop. So, guys, did you, um, McKay, Joseph, did you guys see that meme about LeBron and the anonymous hotline? Yes. <laughs> I don't understand how people keep finding these pictures for memes. Like, I don't remember that picture ever being, like, spread around before yeah. it came out. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we had this meme. I don't, we posted it on our, our Instagram page. And I think we also posted it on our, our Facebook page, right? On the Hashtag Lakers podcast. Yeah, Facebook on both. Um, so, so one of the, the new rules... Um, in or Orlando, I don't know if it's, I guess it's not a rule, but uh, the, the, the NBA is going to create an anonymous hotline to report potential violations on any of the, the protocols that are going to be in place in the bubble, the Orlando bubble. And um, so there's a meme out there on the internet, it started in Twitter, I believe. Um, Shams reporting that. Um, and then you have a picture of LeBron on the phone smiling, and he's saying, in quotes, yes, it was Giannis and, and Kawhi with no mask. I'm certain of it. It's <laughs> awesome. He pulls a, a Takashi 6ix9ine. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> hey, that's got to ride him out, man. That, that's how he'll get his ring with, with the Lakers. That is so freaking. I died laughing when I first saw that. <laughs> oh my gosh. So good. Um, anyway, uh, there's other stuff, of course, other stuff came out, um, and learned, we learned a few things about, uh, uh more rules about the, the Orlando bubble bubble and how it's going to be around there. I want to get some of your thoughts quick here before we go to the second segment, but, uh, <laughs> I guess the, the Lakers and other top teams like the Bucks and Clippers, are going to get the best hotel accommodations at the at the Orlando bubble at Grand Destino. Um, that uh, I guess that place is 15 stories high, 545 rooms and borders, uh, Lago Dorado or Golden Lake. the The tower uh, I guess features a rooftop bar and a massive aquatic area. Um, I guess inspired by the Mayan ruins. Uh, so I guess in layman's terms, it's it's really big and and nice there, <laughs> uh, and everyone, all the other teams have uh, uh, a much uh, you know lower, uh, uh, maybe a four star rating hotel, while while the 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 Lakers and the other teams get this this really high end hotel. <laughs> that, that's dope. Well, I mean, what are you gonna do about it? There's not five star hotels everywhere. <laughs> oh. But either I'm, or, like they're they're still going to be well taken care of. Like they they say this is a bubble, and they make it sound like a whole yeah you're going to be stuck here for a bit. But like, come on, you're you're Disney World, man. Like it's not like it's going to be the slums, you know? 
Right. It, well, I mean, I, I think it's a, it's kind of a good thing that there's not going to be too many other people around because the only qualm I'd have about them going to that hotel is it being too much of a distraction or yeah, players true. going and like, yeah. I don't know, drinking before games. But I, I think everybody's pretty honed in for the most part and, and they'll, they'll be all right. No, I mean, there are, definitely going to be a lot of distractions there there's going to be uh, some of the amenities that they're going to have or players only lounge uh, where they're going to have you know 2k play in tvs other games there's going to be pools barbers there's <laughs> manicures and pedicures yep uh movie screenings um uh, i heard that uh some of the new movies that are come out coming out this summer they're going to be able to screen it and uh, watch it before any of us get to um i don't know man and they get to attend other the other games i don't think there's going to be a real competitive uh, advantage to the lakers staying at this uh the grand destino i don't think so either yeah but it's just funny it's hilarious it's objectively hilarious that they, they gave him a better hotel Hey, it's the Lakers. You got to treat I'll, the Lakers right. That's, yep, that's just what it is. Sorry. Sorry. Well, no, sorry. Yeah, I'll take the preferential t- treatment. It's called, uh, it's called Lakers privilege. Yep, yeah. yep. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's, oh, my I, gosh. Hey, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm copywriting that. That's my new thing. La- Lakers <laughs> privilege. Go. Hashtag there Lakers you. privilege. That's, that's pretty funny. I that's mean, awesome. um, I, I guess – just one thing, though, I just imagining other teams starting to do some foul play against the other, you know, each other, setting off alarms in the middle of the night, or or whatever, because they're all they're, you know, you have the Bucks and the Clippers and the Lakers and all these other teams in one hotel. So I can see some potentially foul play, but I'm sure they'll get some uh in trouble if they do that right yeah i I would hope they'd be as professional as they can be um i'd I'd hope that they still treat it like the playoffs some but ultimately i'm I'm just excited that like they thought of all of these things like you know we we have it written down here in our on our draft that there's going to be like magic bands and there's going to be coronavirus testing check-ins and security checkpoints and stuff like that I, i think i at least for me i appreciate all the effort they put in and making sure that the players stay safe, everyone there stays safe, and the, it's still an entertaining experience, not just for the viewers, but also for, for the players as well. They, like, thought of everything, so. Right. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, we're uh, going to go ahead and go on our second segment. We're going to talk about uh, um, the, the topic that's uh, been going around. Avery Bradley, Dwight Howard, Kyrie Irving, and their players coalition and um, on uh, the NBA restart uh, amidst the, the social movement that's going around the globe, um, the Black uh, Lives Matter, and how, and we're gonna talk about how that sort of affects Lakers basketball. Um, but uh, for now, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. So we'll uh, see you soon. <laughs> welcome back to the hashtag lakers podcast 
Um, so we're just going to go ahead and, and, and get into it. We're going to ask a question and we're going to um, give our thoughts or two cents on it. Should the NBA season resume amidst this, the, the social movement that's going on? I know that we have some, some Lakers like Dwight and um, Dwight Howard and Avery Bradley. Um, and then of course, some, you know, uh, other players around the league like Kyrie Irving um, uh, initially expressed their unwillingness to resume the season due to these social issues um, that have kind of stemmed uh, that are, uh, from the, the, the George, from the death of George Floyd. Um, you know, Dwight said that it, it probably, you know, this restart would, might be a distraction to the what's going on right now, but, uh, um, and, but he, I think he later retracted those statements and said that they're not trying to stop that seat, the season from continuing, but, you know, ha they have good intentions to sort of get more transparency in the decision-making that's going on, but, you know, um, he might still play, but he'd like, more transparency. I don't know what you're, I mean. I know that Braun and Kuzma uh, said the opposite. So, what are, what are your thoughts on on this? Um, okay, I'll I'll let you go first, man. Uh, all right. Well, um, <laughs> not not gonna get into uh, my whole political stance on on everything that's going on, but when when it comes to the the NBA starting back up and players going back to it. I think their best course of action is going to be to come together and, and do that. I, I don't think that it'll be a distraction more than uh, something that can help unify people. That's what NBA basketball does. You know, we, uh, me and, and my brothers and, and several people were talking about, um, during the the death of Kobe Bryant um, uh, about how sad we were. And, you know, we're kind of reflecting on it. And one thing my brother uh, mentioned that he's like, man, why am I crying over some guy I've never met, you know? And he was thinking long and hard about it. And uh, Kobe was Kobe and NBA basketball, Lakers basketball was such a large factor in his life, the life of his friends, the life of his family. And it, it was a something that bonded them all together. Some of uh, his greatest memories were of sharing um, NBA and Laker and Kobe games with, with his loved ones. And I, I think with, with everything going on, there's a lot of division as far as who believes what, um, what's right, what's wrong. And more than anything, I think we need one more thing that can, that can unify us and help us to, to come back together where the world's so divided right now. And I, I think rather than, than uh, it being helpful, I, I think it, it could be detrimental too if, if players decide to sit out because I mean, at least I know I've got strong feelings about wanting the NBA to resume and for things to start back up and I'm going to start harboring some hard feelings towards people if they don't want to play. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's as raw as it can get, right? Like I, I, I'm like, you know what, Dwight, if you want to sit, dude, I'm sorry. Like that's, that's your choice. And sorry, I'm just going to probably stop being a fan of you because it's like, 
it's a combination of yes you we want to support the social movement but it's also like don't you feel like this would be a better stage for you to show what you support um, and be with a team and we be with a group of people that also support that movement so um like mckay said not getting into too many political things um i i i think that the bottom line the nba season should resume um and should show and i would be okay with this um obviously nba is a sport but it's also an opportunity for that community for the uh, african-american community to have a voice and to be able to express how they feel in a certain way and so um one thing that i was discussing over instagram and it's it's so hard to have normal discussions on social media right now with, with people but one of the points that i tried to make was that um everything that we're seeing online whether it's facebook uh uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, news outlets, things like that, everything that's being posted. Um, a, a lot of what the, what we see from the media is very distorted. Um, but when you see something on live TV, you know, that's an opportunity for them to kind of strain things out and, and lay it out in, in front of everybody. And so that's something I would, I would fully support if, if they wanted to have just a moment to, to show respect and to kind of respect the movement but at the same time highlight like, Hey, the NBA is back. Let's enjoy this. Let's be united. And like what LeBron said, why not do both? So I am yes for the NBA to resume. No, plus plus the, re the reason why the, this whole, whole thing happened, why there's all this division is because the NBA um, was shut down anyway. So it's the whole reason. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, also, I, Ky I, Kyrie's not going to win a championship. That's what he's uh, crying about. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> you know what, though? I, I think he has some, you know, his, his coalition, right? His players' coalition has some valid uh, concerns. But I, in my opinion, I don't think uh, um, playing or resume the season would distract from, from that movement, right? Like you had both suggested it it would add a platform to their, uh, that movement, I think, in, in a big stage. I mean, everyone's been waiting, anticipating for the NBA to restart again. And so mm -hmm. you know that people will be on their TVs watching and, and, and uh, being part of this. And I agree with McKay and it's, it's gonna um, provide some unity to, to everyone. Um, I think that uh, um, I heard reports, but I, I'm not, you know, I can't confirm. Um, I think that the the NBA had already informed some of the teams that some one of the their central goals uh, to when they restart when they restart the season is to bring attention to these current issues. So I'm yeah. sure that they'll have some something um, up their sleeves on on it. Um, I mean, people's people's lives, basketball careers, especially the younger uh, rookies and younger players, are at stake here. Um, Kyrie's already established himself in the league and um, um, I think that uh, um, he has less to lose than a lot of people here. Uh, obviously there, there was that report that uh, of course LeBron has an incentive to, to say that you can do both because um, um, you know one executive had said that uh, um, it, this may impact his legacy, you know, one or two more championship championships uh, might be the tipping for, point of him becoming the, the greatest of all time. So, yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess I, I am 
for the NBA season to resume. I know that there's still some concerns about the coronavirus. Um, and I know that in Florida, experts are saying that there uh, could be, it has the makings of the next epi epicenter. So uh, there, I'm sure that there's some valid concerns there, but uh, I'm sure that the league is thinking through that and, and, and um, hopefully they'll be very transparent on those, those uh, rules and, and they have been, but uh, um, transparent in, in communication, communicating to the players and staff. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. I, I, I think they'll be fine. They're, they're going to be cut off from the world anyway. So I, I, I think uh, they'll, they'll take the proper measures to get everybody, everybody good and, and things rolling smoothly. Right. No, I mean, the good thing is that, you know, the, the NBA, Adam Silver's already said, you know, if, if, um, if, if a player doesn't want to, or, you know, a player's not going to breach their contract if they don't want to play. Um, of course, there's some ca caveats to that. Um, you have to notify the, the your team by June 24th. Um, mm -hmm. And, of course, your salary is going to get reduced because you're not playing the games that you promised to play. Um, uh, except, you know, and within that caveat, there's exceptions. There's protected players who will get paid and then excused players that would um, – you know, have a higher risk of, of, of contracting COVID and yeah. um, the illness. But uh, I don't know if you have any other thoughts on this. I mean, I think we're all in the agreement that we want the, the season to resume, that you can both, you can do both, right? Yep. And and the thing is, and, and if I guess, and I just thought about this, if we put ourselves in the player's shoes, you're an African American and you, you have all this pressure, like you, you, all of a sudden it seems like, you have this Kyrie Irving group and then the LeBron group and then people making their statements and you're a young player in the league and you want to keep playing, but then you have this thing going on. Obviously in the player's mind, there's, there's a lot of things to consider. So I don't, um, I don't envy their position. Um, I do hope that sure. uh, they make the best decision for them. Um, and really they, they take all of these things into consideration and what's happened in freaking 2020. It just seems everything's kind of this, uh, turned into a mess. Um, but I think overall, we we would have a, a great playoffs. We would have a great ending to the season if mm -hmm. things were to resume. Um, I, I just do hope that people recognize that this would be such a big platform, a huge opportunity. And if, if these players were starting to get paid again and start making more money and things like that, then maybe more funds can be put into um, certain movements and things. Uh, movements and, and, and groups that they would support right even though they already have millions and millions of dollars but it's just like <laughs> hey maybe you can dedicate this time that you are playing to whatever you want to support does that make uh, sense right uh, absolutely you know dwight howard can can uh donate his entire paycheck from the the playoffs and everything which is in a whole lot since we signed him what <laughs> on like the vets minimum it's like a million dollar right uh, right so he he's not losing a ton of money. He already made all his money, but you know, donate the little money that you're getting to, to um, your, your causes, you know, if, if that's really how you feel about it and then yep. call that good. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I think that was a good discussion. I think that, uh, um, well, I mean, you know, uh, we, we want the NBA to, to season to resume and just come back already. To... Right. 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 <laughs> while you know 
we I think we need to respect the the, the players' decisions not to play. But even though I I I'm, I want them to play because well we're going to talk about it uh, in a second here. So um, in, in in our next segment we're going to talk more about um, Avery Bradley and Dwight and if they sit out what would that mean? So um, let's take a break. We'll be right back and talk more about this. So we'll see you soon. Welcome back to the podcast where we've been talking about this debate and fighting that's been going on in the NBA and potentially within the Lakers um, uh, about the NBA restart. So um, let's just ask it. If, if Avery Bradley, um, you know, he's a starter, he's our point guard starter, and Dwight Howard sit out uh, due to these concerns and uh, um, how would this affect the Lakers? What and sort of what kind of adjustment do you think we need to make uh, if they do? Bradley Beal and Boogie Cousins. Bring them on. That's it. Yeah, I'll say Boogie and Cousins. How, how, Bradley, and, uh, how Bradley Beal, though? <laughs> uh, if Bradley Beal or Avery Bradley wants to sit out and we can't get Bradley Beal, just play Caruso more. More more minutes for Caruso. I'm down for the Caruso. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, good point. I'm, I'm good for that. Yeah, I... I uh, have put zero thinking into the logistics of getting Avery Bradley, but, or I mean, sorry, I mean, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal. but, uh, but uh, some kind of deal where we trade Avery Bradley that would probably and be Dwight Kuzma. Howard straight across. That yeah. Would probably be Kuzma <laughs> along with that. At that point, I'd totally still be okay with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they have a, I think, I don't know if they can trade, but they do have an opportunity to, to sign extra players up to 17, um, so, I mean, if Avery and Dwight, um, uh, decide not to go, then, you know, that bring that's, those are two spots that will be available. Uh, I don't know how many other Lakers are in their position though, as well. So, so your, your question though, Yoa, is that how would this affect the Lakers? I think right. the straight up answer is that I don't think it would. And what I just want <laughs> to make, uh, play more Caruso and McGee would probably get more minutes. No, but I mean, look, Dwight. Think about what he, he's done in the season. I think, it, I, I mean, first of all, I think I would be very disappointed that he doesn't play because, I mean, he's been an amazing. He's, he had that uh, redemption. Uh, you know, this was his redemption season for the Lakers. Um, so, and his defense this season, that's something you, you, off the bench, you know, that defense off the bench, something you just can't go out and, and replace. Mm-hmm. Um, that energy that he brings, defensive mentality. I mean, he was, uh, I mean, who are you going to bring? Boogie? I mean, sure. He has offensive uh, skill set that uh, are potentially more superior t- than Dwight now, but defensively, we're, we're a def- defensive team, right? So um, Dwight was a three-time defensive player of, of, of the year, you know, three years in a row. Boogie's never had that. I mean, he's he's great in defense, but I I don't know how how healthy he is now and um, whether he can still play the same. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I, I I mean I, I feel like there would definitely be an impact. Um Avery Bradley and and Dwight Howard have, have been great pieces for us this year. And I mean I, I do feel like we've we've got some other pieces that we could go to, but right. uh, Avery Bradley has has been able to put up some good numbers for us when we needed some extra scoring and Dwight sure. Howard is is definitely um a defensive beast and clogs up uh the lane, but uh, I, I mean, I think the answer to that, if if that happened, is we've got to um, throw AD at the five. You know, he's got to be our center. Oh, yeah. And him and McGee uh, play our five. I, I, I don't know. I mean, hard to say. A lot um, of- right. Um, it it definitely would complicate things. They're um, they're pretty central pieces to the Lakers' rotation, mm-hmm. and um, I I, I also or, think or that it gives other players opportunities to step up, though. You know, it, it might be able to shed some light on maybe a new rotation or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't I honestly I feel I would be more sad to lose Howard than. Uh, Avery Bradley, um, just because we do have players like Caruso, like I said. Um, right, but right. to McKay's point, when we have, uh, I don't know, have we actually had this? We've had Davis, McGee, and Howard in the floor at the same time, or at least McGee and Howard in the floor at the same time. Whenever I see that, it just gets, like, you know, like to McKay's point, it just clogs up the lane, and defensively, we are such a big threat. We have a huge wingspan and cover so much of the paint. Um, and so that that's one thing that I would be concerned about. Like, okay, how how do we cover that? And so maybe AD at the five would would be the solution. But at the same time, then you're kind of weakening the the pick and roll a little bit, or maybe strengthening at the same time. Like, like I said, there's maybe it's an opportunity for us to shine in other aspects of our offensive and defensive uh, rotation. So, right, right. I think it would be uh, um, easier to to replace. I mean, I don't want to use that word, but to, to replace uh, Avery Bradley than, than Dwight, right? I yeah. mean, because uh, like you said, we have a uh, a, a good, a, a deep uh, guard um, mm-hmm. rotation. Um, but, you know, I think that if Avery's out, who is Coach Vogel going to send out there? Rondo. Well, that or, you know, Quinn Cook is – He's that's, that's proved that he's yeah. no, but but really though playoff. I mean, because of politics within the, the organization, just because of you know Rondo, you know, right. I think Rondo would have would probably start. I'm well, not saying he'd yeah. finish the game out, yeah. but he'd definitely start. He'll have most most of the minutes. Yeah, no, I I I think um, they would probably uh, have have Rondo and. And Caruso maybe played the one, and Two. and uh, then move LeBron, AD, and and uh, Kuzma into into the front court. LeBron might not play point guard anymore, and just because we we need that that extra help down in the front court, and then uh. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. I think we would definitely would have to get creative, um, get Green involved a little bit more, maybe taking the ball down, which I don't think I've seen once this whole season. Um, 
But yeah, uh, just... he, I think he would stay at the two. He'd stay. No, he'd stay at the guard, two. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have uh, what's his name that uh, just joined us. Um, um, <laughs> we got about for... him. What's his name from? What's his name? Heat? Okay, remember it. <sighs> waiters, Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters. Dion I mean, he has he has really good. Like he's he's a he's he's a baller, you know. But like, can can you imagine that though? Like he gets signed, Corona happens, and he doesn't get to practice with the team for a while, and then starts. <laughs> and starts. That's a little risky there. Um, That's true. But I I see. I mean, like you said, though we have options. We we definitely have sure. a, a, a more a much more deeper than I I really thought because I was just thinking Rondo and and Caruso would be rotating through that position, um and and obviously Cook but KCP. Like, oh yeah, I don't know if I trust him with the ball. Guard, but... <laughs> yeah, we 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 do. We've got we've got plenty of guards. Um, we we could make the rotations happen, and uh, I mean, you never know if. Maybe uh, figuring out some kind of new rotation would help Kuzma get into the groove. The only problem is there's so so little time to to figure it out, you know. Yeah. So th- that that would kind of throw everything off. I don't know that we've got enough time to really solidify in our minds what what would work. You know, we've been building this whole season up to what it is now. They're confident with with their game, with what they're playing, and to switch things up now might might uh mess things up a little bit so mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll i'll just say this if if dwight howard really wants to be redeemed in the eyes of of lakers fans he better play out the rest of the season this yeah. is the time yeah yeah no i i think that with a little push and shove from lebron specifically i think they'll play i mean i think so too i i mean everybody's gonna follow the king you know it's LeBron is going to – I think too many people in the league have, have respect for LeBron. They view him as, you know, the best player in the league and has been for, for the last while, and and I, I think they'll they'll follow his lead. Didn't even uh, – was it Pat Beverly that made that an Instagram post about that too? Like everyone's yeah. going to follow the king anyways, or like I can't remember what he said. but it's Yeah, I think it was a little under – right, right. I think it was a little underhanded. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's – the king everyone's gonna follow him yeah but uh um but he has a point right yeah so. so anyway um i think that's that does it for today thanks for uh listening to our podcast um again uh make sure you follow us and sub- subscribe and give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast and also don't forget to follow us on our instagram page at lakers daily scoop and as well as our Facebook page at uh, hashtag Lakers podcast. Um, again, don't forget, for don't forget to plug our MySpace. Oh yeah. I forgot about our MySpace. Yeah. Can't forget about that. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, um, we will talk to you soon. Take care.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.